Last time on the Bestokers podcast, our heroes continued their fight in the sewers against their were-rat adversaries. Mir unknowingly became the second party member to contract lycanthropy, and just as their final foe fell, the were-rat Grigus appeared. The Cursed Campaign continues now. Welcome back to more rats. Yay. Gross. More rats than you can imagine. Disgusting. Suddenly hungry for cheese. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to go to Chuck E. Cheese after all this? No. Uh, I, think, I think we have to bring someone underage if we go. I don't think they'll let us in. She's a mouse with the most. <laughs> I'd be down for a couple games of Mousetrap, maybe. A couple Ooh. games of Mousetrap? Yeah. yeah. Rewatch the cinematic masterpiece Mousetrap based off of the board game. Mmm. They turned it into a movie? You've never seen Mousetrap, the movie? No. Oh, my God. Sounds like uh, a community Steve, night. I feel like that's something you would have watched. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds pretty good. It's, it's pretty bad. It's 42% so it's right on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. Well, guess who's getting messed up and watching Mousetrap <laughs> mouse tonight? We've had your vampire phase. How about uh, your mouse phase? Mouse I, don't know phase. If I'm, I don't know if it's going to be a mouse phase, uh -oh. guys. <laughs> Mickey and Minnie, look out. Hmm. Yeah, can you be one of those people that gets really heavily into Disney World or Disney stuff? But only the Mickey Minnie stuff. Yeah. None of, none of the rest of it. You can have an ear collection. Well, I mean... Already halfway there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys ever have any experiences with the uh, little pesky vermin mice and rats? I will save stories on mice for another time. I, uh, But rats, No. In fact, rats, I, I truly, for a very, very long time, thought that rats were just big mice and were, <laughs> what is what happens when mice got overfed. Oh, like what happens when you, like, like when you overfeed a goldfish? Yeah. A mouse turns into a rat. So I thought rats were just a word for like obese rat, uh, obese mice. And I knew that they also turned mean. And I thought that was because they're just so used to eating everything in their way. Um because like there's stories about rats like biting people and the, and then they infest places like New York City and like other cities. And so, again, I thought I'm like, man, they're eating good at these rats. Like, clearly it's a rat. Yeah. And uh, I didn't realize this is like a total it's it's different. It's actually they are different things. They don't they're not one and the same. And and also that they are real things. They're not <laughs> actually just <laughs> big mice. That may or may not be new learning for me, too. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only touch point that I really have with rats, really don't have a lot, thankfully, not a big rat fan, is kind of inspired by what y'all are saying. We had a zone of truth not terribly long ago where we were talking about pizza rat, and we found a gif of a man, and apparently... There's somebody in New York City that dresses up in a full rat costume and just like goes in around subways and behaves like a rat. Mm. Yeah. But he's like six feet tall in a full rat costume. I mean, there's truly a guy for everything in New York City. Yeah. They yeah. Cowboys, in New York rats. City. Mm -hmm. That's it. I don't have anything else to say on the subject. <laughs> I actually have a positive association and experiences with rats. My sister had two rats growing up, and they were actually so sweet. Much better pets than mice. You could get them out 
and play with them, hold them. They liked to be held. They'd like sit on your shoulder while you were reading a book or something. They're like parrots. (laughs) They would give the sweetest little kisses with their little tiny pink tongues. It was just adorable. I didn't know that. I... Well, because I've never had a bad association really with rats because I just thought they were obese mice. I now feel like I would be less upset about meeting a rat that is domesticated. Yeah, I think rats are rats are in general like smarter than mice and kind of just like, you know, more social animals than mice are. I had two rats growing up. Same as Emily's sister. What uh, were they called? Buddy and Bingo. Were their names? Good names. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Buddy was my first experience with a pet that had seizures. Which I would, will, I didn't know that. will now this take into new. my, uh, you know, because Finn, our dog, has them now. But <laughs> so rats last about two years. They're not very long lived animals. And so, like, they're really good pets for kids in the sense that they're like really social, fairly easy to take care of. And, and like, you can have them out and they crawl. But like, you only get them for your kids if like you want to teach your kids about death pretty quickly. Cause mm-hmm. like, they're not like hamsters where hamsters get in like accidents and like kill themselves. Yeah, they do. But they just don't like domesticated rats just don't live very long. They, you know, two years is like average. I've heard of like four, but that's like an ancient rat, you know, so they just don't, they don't live very long. And <laughs> when I was, when, when I had these rats, Buddy was my older rat. And then we got Bingo as the second rat that was like, you know, so so he could ha- like have somebody when you know I was at school and whatever uh, to to be social with. They're very they're kind of nocturnal, which kind of sucked as a kid because they were like in my room, hmm. so they'd be like running around their cage and stuff when I was trying to sleep. But I had my parents went on vacation, and I had a babysitter watching me and my little sister. I was maybe eight or nine at the time, uh, and Buddy got very sick because he had had seizures and stuff in the past he got very sick now you don't like do anything medically for rats because they last two years so like (laughs) so nine-year-old eight eight or nine-year-old me you know buddy's really sick he's like breathing slow like you know kind of unconscious and (laughs) i'm calling the vet (laughs) i called the vet and my parents always remember this because like because the vet, Dr. Barnsley is like, is what was our family vet for like the, the longest time is still like my little sister's vet. Like she drives like an hour to take her dog to Dr. Barnsley. Cause he was just like, he was always our family vet. So they have this recording of me because it's, it's like 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night, like calling the emergency line about this rat. And I'm like, you need to do extreme measures. <laughs> like, like somehow eight or nine year old me had seen my parents like uh, watching ER. Mm-hmm. And so I think like, I'm like, I, we need extraordinary measures. Like extraordinary like, he, measures. <laughs> and so God, God bless my babysitter at the time, because like the rat died that night. And, uh, you know, she had to deal with like kids with like a dead pet and my parents were like, their grand, like they called my grandparents from their vacation. They're like, you got to come relieve the baby. You got to come drive in and relieve the babysitter. You got to bury this animal. Like we're not having the babysitter like be there dealing with grieving kids and, and bury these pets. So like my grandparents came and like we did all of that. But God bless her because she's dealing with like me calling the vet at midnight. And she's like, 
I can't do anything with this kid. Like this kid is, just, he's just going to, he's just going to take the phone. He's going to go to the, go to his parents' room and take their phone and call the vet about this like dying rat, but they're good pets. They just, you know, they die fast. I, I had one of those giant hamster balls for them because they're big. Mm-hmm. So I had a giant hamster ball for them and I let, uh, they each had one and I would just like let them in the living room. Cause like, you're not going to lose them when they're in these big, big hamster balls. balls. They're not going under anything, but they could just kind of explore. So you get like these clear hamster balls and let them, let them just kind of roam. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. So they can't like escape or get into trouble or but they can like yeah. you know, see everything. And then, you know, when you're in a regular area, you can definitely let them out, out and they don't. They're not like a hamster that's immediately going to like sprint from you. They they do the thing Emily's saying, like they like to kind of climb on you. And well, I don't understand hamsters, but they do. They just purposefully try to kill themselves. It's yeah, insane. yeah. I think all domesticated hamsters have a suicide pact. Like it's it's always a horrific type of death. Maybe they're the smartest of the the rodentia. and they realize what is what state that they're in. That I don't they're, think they're very smart though, because like ask. Ask most people that have owned a hamster. Uh, yeah, like, I'm sure they're it's, dumb. it's gruesome nine times out of ten. It's not like, oh, he he just like jumped off something high and died. It's like, oh, he was shredded by like uh, walking into a moving fan. Okay, like, so horrific okay. story. Like, so it's not like sweet. it didn't start its little hamster car and take a hose and no, no, no. Yeah, okay. it's not. It, it, he didn't. He didn't take a lot of hamster pills. <laughs> he like you know, yeah. Most of them are like. Or they're they're very accidental. It's like you know he somehow got into the microwave and we nuked something and gee. Or like he somehow got into the dryer, you know, vent or whatever, ended up in the washer. Like that's that's hamsters. Pension for those industrial appliances. Yeah, they they really love those appliances. <laughs> but anyway, we should get back to the rats at hand, mm. shouldn't we? Oh no, we just need to wait two years for them to die. Oh yeah, just wait two years. <laughs> That's how it works, right? Yep. It it really stinks when you. Uh, how many rounds is that? When you're a lycanthrope, but like with a really short-lived animal. <laughs> Just your life expectancy oh, gets man. cut. <laughs> guys, guys, about our main show. Um, is that is that character like on like gonna die at any minute? Uh, Air Bear. Air Bear. Oh, uh, well, you know, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that's yeah. why he has a life expectancy of 40 years. That's why rat folk only uh, live 40 okay, years because okay. rats don't live very long. We just got to make him happy while he can be. <laughs> <laughs> but for this, for this show, we need to sequester ourselves and wait 5.2 million rounds, at which oh, point it will pass okay. away in two years due to natural age. As well as the entirety of Corvosa from the plague. <laughs> <laughs> well, who knows? <laughs> Only the only the elite level five adventurers and their bomb <laughs> shelters under the town have been able to wait out Bloodvale. Well, I got to give out a hero point this time. This one is going to Mir. Uh, I think Mir did a had a great couple of rounds uh, last combat and really kind of thinned the thin the battlefield for you guys. Uh, this one comes from Ben Vereen. for everyone's favorite overlooked mastermind, Mir. Mir knows it's better to keep quiet and be thought a fool than to speak and remove all doubt. That's that is correct. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. That's Steve. You you look pensive, but that is actually my ability. <laughs> right. I'm just trying to see if I'm just trying to figure out if that's a, a dig on me or front handed or backhand. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, backhand. that's what I'm trying to figure backhand. out. Is this an insult? Kind of feels like it. <laughs> 
I uh, <laughs> refuse to take it that way. So, well, when last we left our heroes, they cleared out almost the entirety of the warren of were rats, dire rats, rat swarms that were attacking them. In at the start of the last episode, there is one very crippled were rat that is near Diego, but. Sylvie, at the start of this round, noticed that into the next room where there's like a kind of like a fire pit going, uh, she saw this really huge were-rat, like Diego-sized were-rat with some really nice armor, looks like really nice weapons, like kind of dragging a smaller were-rat into the room and like grumbling at him. And they come around the corner and they see you. And I mean, you gotta think if these guys have a leader, it's this big were rat staring Sylvie down. And it is Sylvie's turn as we start combat again. Here's a hint look for any industrial appliances in the area. Is there a fan we can walk Yeah, if you could into? trick him into chewing his way into a dryer vent. Even some loose wires could probably work. Yeah, a couple loose wires. Yeah, they love chewing those. Or cast like invisible sphere around him so he can. Run around the area, but he won't, he won't hurt it yeah. himself or anyone else. That would give us just enough time to heal. Well, Sylvie is not in a good spot. She is in single-digit hit points, and this were-rat looks pretty tough. She knows in this state she does not stand a chance of even withstanding one hit. But there is a rat in the back of the room that is not looking very good. So Sylvie moves up to the were-rat by Diego and attempts to tumble through its square. Okay. That is a 32. Oh, that's a successful tumble through. All right. She moves through the square and sets up a flank with Diego and she has to use all of her speed. This is now she's in the very back of this cavern and she uses her confident finisher to hopefully finish this were-rat out. All right, he is flat-footed. Let's see what you got. A 26. 26 will hit your flat-footed target. Woo, all right. Looks like his two years are coming early. (laughs) That is 19 points of damage. Yeah, Diego, you get, you know, sometimes I think you've experienced this now fighting with Sylvie. It's just like the thinnest line of blood kind of splashes you across the face. And then you see the were-rat in front of you just like its head slide off as Sylvie just elegantly slices it. Yes. And she has... technique. Sorry. (laughs) That precision finisher damage is quite impressive. She still has one action left and she saw the two new combatants and she calls out to the rest of the party. There are more coming. We must fall back to a defensive position. And there is a tunnel that we that we came in through that's quite small. Or there's the tunnel that Mir is in front of. That is where it's at. Like it's it it is very close to me. Yeah, looks pretty fact, close to. I'm very worried because I'm alone. I guess I guess let's let's describe exactly how far away because Vec can't see. I've had I've yet to see this creature. How far away is it from here? I I'll measure it. Thirty I, feet. Thirty feet. 
30 feet from here, and then there's another one 35 feet away. Yeah, they like knew where we're at. So actually, it is it is almost exactly where I, I just murdered with the uh, scatter scree. It's in that. Oh, it's in the difficult terrain. Yes. That's even better. Yeah, but uh, I'm alone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Sylvie can't take another hit, but she doesn't want to leave Mir and Figgy all on their own. So she moves back to her same position. She unfortunately can't get in front of Mir. Uh, not that she'd be any good at taking oh. any hits right now. I don't want you to be in front of me, I, but you being close enough that I can hit you with the battle medicine without moving helps a lot. Yep, Sylvie's here to back you up. So finishes the round where she, or finishes her turn where she started it. All right. Next in the action is this huge were-rat. Uh, seeing the rest of you and seeing the dead corpse of one of his brethren at his feet, he hisses at you and turns to his companion here. You're going to be wanting to get in there. Get in there quick and stop him from leaving. And he pulls out this hand crossbow with his free hand. You can see he's got a rapier in the other and just cocks it back. Like, just, you know, iron sights mirror and takes a shot at her. Mm-hmm. 25 to hit. Yeah, that hits. That's eight points of damage as a crossbow bolt just hits you square in the chest. And then he's going to move. Now he's in this difficult terrain with his friend. So 10, 15, 20. And then he's going to make an acrobatics to make one more step, I think. Yep, he's got it. Same as Sylvie with a, a dirty 20. He takes one more step up. And is now just like, you see this tunnel opening, normal sized for like these were rats to go in and out, normal size for someone like Mir or Sylvie to go in and out. And he's just like menacingly like crouching his head underneath it, looking at you with these beady black eyes. Uh. Mir, it's your turn. All right. First thing, gonna battle medicine, Sylvie. Okay, aim it for 15 or 20? 20. Okay. I need to roll a seven. That's and nine, And I though. got it. There you go. <laughs> I, I saw it come up, and I was like, I didn't see the dot for a second. Where <laughs> it was a six. <laughs> caught in my throat. <laughs> yeah. So good news. Um, that is uh, uh, going to be 2d8 plus 10. Awesome. Beautiful. That's going to help a lot. That is going to be 18 points of healing. So that was one action. Yep. Guess what my next action is going to be? Probably get out of dodge. No. Okay. It's going to be to battle medicine figgy because I can't cast my heal animal. I don't think I have a focus point left. Yep, I don't. And he is not doing well. All right. Going for 20 again? Yeah. Oh, you just made it. Yeah. Seven exactly. on the die. <laughs> All right, perfect. Uh, I mean, not perfect, but it gets me there. Technically perfect. <laughs> Technically, <laughs> you got exactly there. All right. And that was really poor healing. But good news is because it's the plus 10, I get the extra there. So now I can't. I cannot battle Medicine Figgy. I cannot battle Medicine Sylvie again. And 
So then I guess the last question is, do I battle most myself or get the hell out of here? I think it's probably going to be get the hell out of here. So Mir is going to... Remember that's difficult terrain that you're running through. Back up. I mean, that means what, I can go 10 feet? You go 10 feet or you can start going up into the cavern. Okay, I'll go up into the cavern without the difficult terrain. I think that's well, that's the route we should be heading. Unless you want to use like an acrobatics to try and get through the muck to head towards that like muck entrance. Uh, but you need to succeed at the acrobatics to you either slip or you move without penalty. So there's, you know. I mean, I think, I think it wouldn't be a bad idea for us to generally be in the up area unless you guys disagree. That's fine by me. Yeah, I mean, you're getting your, yourself away from his uh, his projectiles at the very least. Yeah, so uh, Mir's going to go up and back 20 feet. And then Figster? I mean, he's, he's got to move either way. You think he would follow you? Uh, I think I think at this point, because he got so hurt last time, he might follow me until I'm I give him some better direction or information. Okay. So he's going to move up and going to be right in front of Mirror. Sounds good. Oh, no. It feels like I'm attacking the Warren now. <laughs> it is this petulant were-rat that was with Grigas, and he's going to move his full movement in here. Then he's going to attempt an acrobatics to move full speed. Let's see if he can do so. 18 on the die. He's good. Swings up behind Sylvie and is going to take a swipe at her with his short sword. She is going to nimble dodge. Well, with a natural 20, that nimble dodge is not going to matter. Oh. So we get some critical damage here. That is 20 points of damage. Oh. She just slices the back of Sylvie's knee. So, uh, it wiped out my healing. <laughs> It did. But because you healed her, she's not unconscious. She's still up. Yeah. And you go before the big guy. Which is a big deal. Vec. All right. Everybody is starting to coalesce back into this main room. By the way, choked with corpses. <laughs> yeah. Tons of were rats. Big ass Odiug. At this point, we have a slight pause in the action before we're about to face off with this big creature. Vec is going to center himself in the room. This is a five foot step. And then he is going to brandish his grandfather's staff and plant it into the ground and say, you know what my grandfather always said? We're no saviors if we can't save our brothers. Let's look out for each other. Let's go. And he is going to use the... If you want to move just five feet over with a move action, that would be great. Okay, that's fine. Use the Staff of Providence and casts Bless around him. Getting that started. And that will be it for my turn. Move and Bless. All right. So you've got this light around you. Anyone in a square with with the Bless is obviously taking that plus one to attack rolls. Plus one um, is a circumstance bonus. You're applying. Let me double check. That sounds correct. Could be status. Might be status, yeah. Yep, status. That is a status. Yep. Okay. But it is on. Beautiful. Diego, you're up now. Okay. 
Diego is going to move to be next to Sylvie, a bit south of Vec and, and Figgy there. So he is in the bless and he can hit this petulant wear at that's that's uh, crawled up yep, near yep, around the corner Sylvie. there. Yeah. So I am. Yeah, I think I'm going to. Well, I could try intimidating it as well, too, to, to lower its defenses. I am physically inti- uh, intimidating it right now because I'm next to it. So that might be the best thing for me to do is I will start by growling at it with a, uh, a demoralize. Sure thing. That would be a 23 against this will DC. 23 is a frightened where at. Okay. And then a mall strike at it. 19 on the die. Oh boy. That is going to go to a 34. 34 is a critical hit. Yes. I'm not raging, but this still should be some pretty good damage. Hey, it's D12s, man. 42 points of bludgeoning damage. (laughs) A great hit. You see, you just like, you hit him and the momentum of your swing just pancakes him back up against that, uh, that like stone column that you guys have been faced with this entire time. And he just looks dazed. And I, I, I'm a level five barbarian. So I have my critical specialization now, which for hammers is, I believe he's knocked prone. Okay, is in the river of shit. Is uh, is there a save for that, or is it just? There's not no corrupt? save. It's it's just okay. the critical specialization that happens. I All believe. right. So. Oh no, sorry. While raging, you get access to the oh, critical specialization, okay. so that doesn't happen. So no crit specialization, but geez, that's a lot of damage you just dealt to that guy. So he's off the rip, not looking very good. At the start of the next round, it's Sylvie. Ooh, again, Sylvie finds herself in. Not a great spot. The uh, large leader were rat could very easily set up a flank where she's currently at. So instead, she attempts to tumble through the badly injured were rats square to make her own flank with Diego. And she's attempting this uh, in she's gonna attempt to move through the where rat square and then go down um, just because mm-hmm. she's already in difficult terrain. She doesn't have enough to yep. get herself in the better position. Okay. That's a 25. 25 does it. Perfect. She is now in a state of panache, has set up a flank. So, you know, that means it's finisher time. All right. Flanked, frightened, flattened. A 31 to hit. A 31 is a critical hit. Yes. Blanked, All right. right. So he's very dead. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, low crits happen. All right. Let me roll this in. Figgy can attest to that. <laughs> Fair. So in game terms, Diego did uh, just over two thirds of his health. Okay. I was just very confident when I knew this was a finisher, too. Yeah. Yeah. It very well can. Very well could kill him. But if. Uh, Emily doesn't roll well. Did not roll great. That is only Remember all a... the precision damage gets doubled and stuff too. Yes. So it is a 30. 30 points of damage? Yes. Yes, that's a dead wear right. That'll yes. do it. Yes. yes. We needed that. She slashes through its paper thin skin after Diego smashed it flat. And that was two actions. Ooh. Do I run away or stay and raise my dueling cape. Well, so right now, no one is in his line of sight but you. 
Ah, so I will likely get hit. Right? Like, I don't think anyone should be... Diego, I think, is in his... Maybe has some light cover, but still is visible. I just worry. This... He could finish me off with a bolt from... Yeah, you... I I can't stay here. I don't want to... I'm sorry to leave Diego hanging, but with her limited hit point, she is easy pickings. No, that makes sense. You don't want to be out there by yourself if it drops you. You want to be closer to people. And she moves around to stand right next to Vec. In the bless. In the bless. All right. It is this monstrous were-rat's turn. And again, it just like ducks under the entrance of that chamber. Sees... Oh, <laughs> you brought a cat into the rat's nest, didn't you? And he's going to attempt to just slash Diego across the chest with his rapier. It's a 23 to hit. Meets beats. It's 18 points of damage as he cuts across your chest. Ouch. And then I think he's going to try and bite you. And that's a 24 to hit. That's going to hit as well. All right. That's 13 points of damage. That is enough to take Diego down, but as he drops, he gets to use his reaction, this deliberate death. I'm going to use my reaction and nimble dodge. Okay. I'm in the bless. 19 on the die. (gasps) That's going to be a 34 total. A 34 will not crit. Okay. Damage is still damage, though, especially getting a hit off as I'm dropping unconscious. 14 total points of bludgeoning. All right. Diego drops. I need Diego to make a fortitude save. Okay. 17 on the die uh, for a 29. Uh, You do not have the curse of the wear rat. Good. Luckily for you. All right. Diego drops this thing now. This Gregius, this huge where rat can see into the cavern that you're all kind of crowded around. It's Mir's turn. Okay. I'm going to make a ranged spell attack. Okay. Got a 17 on the die for a 29. 29 hits. That's fantastic. This wouldn't happen to potentially be a fiend, right? No, he's not a fiend. <laughs> That's going to be 22 points of cold damage. Okay. Great hit. Yeah. What it is, is that spell? Hit. I was going to describe what happens okay. here as... Mir realizes we're in a bad spot and she channels every bit of like goodness she's got into her body and then just unleashes a ray of what looks like pure moonlight onto uh, this were rat, which I feel like should do more because it's moon rat, oh, wait, and, you know, moonlight. moonlight? Ray. Yeah. It's the, the the Moonlight's Ray is cold damage, is silver damage for the purpose of uh, weaknesses, resistance, and like, by the way. In case that matters, it's silver. Silver? Yeah. Okay. That's uh, that's extra damage. Cold and silver. Way to go. Um, yeah. Yeah. So this is actually a pure ray of moonlight. And I was like, uh, we're going to be going to the rat den <laughs> where there's potentially these way rats. I shall bring this. Uh, this was my level three spell for the day. It was 5d6 of damage. If, uh, you know, unfortunately it's not a fiend, but if it happened to be a fiend or undead, it would be additional 5d6 of good damage as well. Nice. So really fun spell there and uh, just got blasted with like you the hit him full with moon. A beam 
of the full moon, and although it appears to do extra damage to this were creature, it also puts him into a moon frenzy. Oh shit. He grows even up. larger, 12 feet tall at the, at the entrance of this cavern, and you see his jaws just elongate. Mia? I think I made a mistake. <laughs> um, that was uh, my, my first two actions. My second, or my last action, I was gonna command Figgy to go up and, and help with uh, Diego. Okay. So Figgy's gonna go up and, and Figgy's gonna, gonna bite. Okay. This is terrifying. That is 16 on the die for 27. 27 hits. Nice. Amazing. That is 16 points of damage. Nice. 16 points of damage plus 22 plus some amount of unknown extra. You kidding me? That was a great turn for me. Great turn. Very good. Now I'm worried about Figgy, but otherwise we're good. (laughs) Beck, you're up. We're We're in a pretty dangerous spot here. I can spend all three actions and use the wand of heal to get Diego up. Or I can do some other stuff. Chris, what are your thoughts? I, I don't like, know what the other stuff is. I mean, like, just expand bless for when, for if slash when Sylvie comes up from the other side, throw an intimidate on this creature, but nothing crazy good. I mean, yeah, getting getting him up would be good. I'm, I'm sure he's going to go right back down after, but it does give me a, a little window to maybe do some damage. Yeah, I mean... I think you're good for at least two hits, right? Because you'll get up, try to attack, and if he takes you down, you have your attributive strike again, right? Or is that a once per day? No, I... That's just whenever you uh, go down? Oh, no, it is once per day. Damn. Oh, I didn't see that. Okay, yeah. So I can't do that again. Hmm. Screw it. It's my freaking job. Vec is still holding the staff that he borrowed from his grandfather that's pulsing this light over most of the party right now, but with his other hand... He pulls a wand from his belt. It's the wand of heal, and he touches it to Diego's body, casting a level one heal spell. Two action heal, right? Correct. So draw two action heal. Yeah, that's a that's a high one. That is going to be seventeen points total. Very nice. And that's his entire turn, and notably, the last actual heal that I can cast. Sylvie, this went from a real bad dude to an actual raging monster in the room with you and the rest of the party in a flash. This is... This is what the stories about were-creatures have said. This is the kind of were-creature that decimates a village. I swear, I didn't know. And it's bearing down on the party with a feeble figgy and an on-the-ground Diego at the front This is a terrifying sight, especially with the way Sylvie is feeling right now. She is down to single digits. She's breathing heavy, slumped over from the exertion that, uh, that this combat has required. She doesn't have any good ranged options right now. And if she moves in, she would not last long. She has no way of healing herself. By the way, I had no idea you had that spell. Oh. 
is that the moon rage happens when that is triggered? Yes. Oh man. I really didn't know that either. I was just thinking full moon only, but it's a it was a very good spell. I've been waiting to use it because I was like, man, if they when they start calling for the big bad, I was like, gotta save it for that, clearly. Yep, yep. <laughs> How many points of healing did I give you, Chris? Seventeen. I don't think that's right, because I rolled a 10 on the die, and then it should be 8 plus 1. I think it should be 19. 19? I think I did my math wrong, because I definitely rolled a 10, because I was like, wow, I broke the 8. Oh, yeah. I broke yeah, my max. Definitely. So that should be 19 okay. with All the right. with the with the curse. My bad. Okay. I just looked over at your screen and saw 17. I was like, wait a second. You haven't taken damage. You Can you do your Halo reaction with that, too? I could yeah. have... But I've already done it on Diego and Sylvie. Oh, it's a, it's a single person per yeah, day. Yeah, it's a single person per day. Well, or I think it's like an hour or something, but definitely yeah. not. Doesn't matter. It It's not going to happen during this combat. Mir and Figgy looking for it, though. <laughs> I could have used it on Figgy a while ago, and I just missed it. I should have. I screwed up. Well, Sylvie has to do something. So she takes a deep breath and moves back around and then uses a second move action to attempt to tumble through the were-rat square, ending up right next to Diego. She doesn't want to try to cross the were-rat to set up a flank. Sure, yeah. She does not want to be alone. It's blocking the entire, uh, entire path. At this point, yeah, it's like crouched in the cavern, you know? All right, here's that acrobatics. Let's see what you got. 25? You just miss. Oh, that means no panache, but she can still attack. Unfortunately, I'm just outside of the radius of that bless, so I will click that. Once I enter the bless and then leave, it ends. Is that correct? It ends when you're out of the radius. It starts again when you're in the radius. It's just wherever the radius is at the time. Perfect. Well, no bonus, but she'll still strike. Ooh, with a 19 on the die, that's a 33. 33 is a hit, not a crit. Ah, so close. You know what? I will take it. I'm going to roll damage on here. Hopefully that's correct. So 11 points of damage. All right. Yeah, he takes that damage. And it's now Diego's turn. Diego has been brought back to consciousness, wounded too, and he just feels the ache of death in his bones, but I don't know. I mean, this this guy's used to death. Yeah. Can he roll with it? I think it, in this moment in time, he's certainly feeling like he's been brought back for a purpose. He doesn't know what it is, but in this moment, it feels like it's to take this guy down so that the party can keep moving on and help, help the city, help Corvosa get through what it's going through. So his maul is lying next to him on the ground, prone, He's going to draw that. He's going to grab the maul. And the question is, do I want to attack twice from the ground and hope I roll good or stand up and give it one good attack with some good accuracy? Don't know the answer. I've got bless going. So I'm only rolling at a plus 13 right now. I don't really... Standing up gives me a plus two for one action, but I have a hero point I could use too. I think I'm going to try to attack from the ground twice. All right. 19 on the die on the first roll. That's going to be a 32. Yep, 32 is a hit. 15 points of bludgeoning damage. Second strike. 
I rolled a nine on the die. It wouldn't hit. I think I know it's going it, to it's got a chance to put me down after this. I think I might just use my hero point to reroll this, even if it's at a second. Or when you go down, it, you can use the hero point to not take the wounded condition. Potentially. I do have die hard, which means I would die at dying five. But maybe that is the smarter thing to do and just it's live you, with it. No, you're right. That might be the smarter thing to do. I'm just going to live with the miss. Okay. You got one good hit off, which yeah. is yeah. kind of more than I suspected shooting from the ground. You did a good job. Yeah. Well, he's got enemies on all sides. One's on the ground and still managed to hit him. So he's going to take that attack first. Oof. A 20 to hit you on the ground. His weapon, like the classic movie, his weapon like thuds right next to Diego's like head or neck, and he's he just barely dodges out of the way. All right. My boy. Then he's going to swing at Sylvie. She's going to nimble dodge. All right. Ooh. Yep. Looks like you're good. Let's keep it going. Let's keep then it going. Then he's going to swing at Figgy and probably going to miss Figgy, too. Best possible turn we've had from an enemy this whole oh time. Oh, my God. Yep. <laughs> yep. It was very lucky. Oh. Mirror. All right. Well, Mir is going to cast Thundering Dominance on Figgy, which is fantastic. If you do not remember what Thundering Dominance is, but basically I'm shrouding Figgy in a predatory aura and amplifying all of his vocalizations, which means that Figgy can now do what is called the Thundering Roar. Nice. Which Figgy is going to do a Thundering Roar and then attack. That's going to be his turn because Mira is going to command him to, to do that. Okay. So each enemy in a 10-foot emanation takes a 4d8 sonic damage as Figgy roars. Uh, and then I need a will save against my spell DC. 27. 27 will succeed. It's a basic will save. And so you will... So take half damage. Uh, no, you don't. It's not, it actually doesn't affect your damage at all. It's just um, you will not be frightened. So. so the whole spell's not governed by a basic will save. Correct. It's just you. I think I think the damage is affected by the will save. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how almost everything. In, although I feel like we've had. This oh, conversation is before. also frightened. I guess it does. Yep. say is also. So you will take half damage. That's still. It's gonna be good. Forty-eight. It's good damage. Yeah. So. 48, 24 points of damage. They're only going to take half. That's that's 12. And then Figgy will bite. And that last one didn't affect his map. So uh, this is that full. So 28 to hit. 28 would hit. Yes. All right. And let's roll for that damage. Uh, not great damage. Eight damage, though. <laughs> damage is damage. Hey, right? damage is damage. You did over 20. Yeah. Or exactly 20. Vec, you're up next. All right. Standing in this pile of bodies, Vec looks at this giant creature with massive canine fangs, this lycanthropic rat taking up an entire tunnel and he just says, mate, you're next. And this is going to be an intimidation check. Okay. 29. 29 succeeds. Lovely. Then the next thing that's going to happen is Beck is going to grasp the staff tighter, expanding the radius of Bless to include Figgy and Sylvie. Yay! Awesome. 
Griff, I think you did this. And I don't know how to do the light. If you can make it bigger. Mm-hmm. Thanks. And then with one final action, Vec is going to touch his friend Diego and give him a little bit of guidance. Use it how you will. All right. Sylvie, you're up. Sylvie is honestly surprised that she is still standing right now. She let out a sigh of relief when the were-rat did not make contact with her. Having a little bit... She's inspired now, so she is going to attempt that acrobatics again. Okay. This time with a 31. 31 does it. Yes. Oh, all right. Now that she's in a state of panache, again, she's going to use her confident finisher. All right. This time she gets the bonus from the bless. So with that bonus, that is a 31. 31 does hit. Yes. Yes. Let's go. All right. That is 20 points of damage. All right. And then with her last action... She raises her dueling cape very feebly as she tries to protect herself the best she can. Diego, you're up. Diego rises to his feet. He is in the bless. The, this, cr- this awful hulking creature, as tall as he is, is frightened by the party before him. I think... Taking some swings is called for at this point. (laughs) Yep. Eight on the die for a 23 to hit. Does not hit. Ah, okay. Mm. Another swing. Eight on the die for an 18 to hit. All right. It's going to be two misses. Mm. It is the were-rat's turn. It's going to first target Figgy. Does it look like pretty hurt? It looks like it's healing. Oh, don't. Oh, no. Yeah, like this moon energy has invigorated it. I really messed up. And so we're going to go ahead and take a strike at Figgy here. Okay. It's a 26 to hit. That hits? It's another two on top of this. So 17 points of damage. From? From him being in this. Oh, yeah. Okay, gotcha. I don't know. It doesn't let me, like, throw him into the moon curse mode. Mm Mm-hmm. So 17 damage to Figgy as the creature slams down on him. Is Figgy still up? Figgy is still up, yeah. This next claw coming at Figgy, that is a 20 to hit Figgy. That is uh, meets beats. Damn it. Oh. Ooh, min damage, nine points of damage. That is how much I have. So Figgy is down, wounded two. Yep. Dying. He's dying. Dying, too, yes. Yeah, wounded two. So dying to. Let's see. Then we're going to attack once more at Sylvie. See if we can. I'm going to risk it and not nimble dodge. Okay. 25 to hit. Wouldn't have mattered either way. Yeah. That hits. That is 14 points of damage as his claw sinks right below your armor. And he just pulls back and you see like the four beads of blood start trickling. As... He pulls his hand back. She falls to the ground. In the sewage. Mm, that's going to get infected. That, however, is Briggs's turn. Mir. Oh, gosh. This is a bad time because I can't battle medicine either Figgy or Sylvie. 
But I can, I guess, try to kill this thing. You can try to kill this thing. That's a valid strategy. Always a good strategy. Best defense, good offense, that's what they say. Oh. You applied the moon curse and that happened? What? What happened? Did it okay. stuff up? What happened? I mean, his his hit points went up substantially. Oh, His hit points yeah. went up by 60. Because you what? had said before that he was heal- he was healing, and you must have just been, like, keeping track of I didn't realize his total goes up. Oh, just no. Just trying to help you out. That's not good. That's really bad. <laughs> but thank you for applying that, being honest, Haley. You're a good player. Maybe you'll get a hero point next time. Your, your new character will get one. Yeah. All right. Do I, I will say though, like this guy is seriously wounded, despite the, you know, despite even that, even the big bigger hit point total, even the even the you know what whatever healing you're seeing, like he's still super wounded. Okay, I'm gonna do. Oh, do we think he's gonna have a good reflex? Think spell attack or reflex. That's tough because you're in the bless, which is going to help your spell attack. But also he's a big boy now. So reflex is probably not great mm-hmm. for him. Oh, he's a were rat. So maybe reflex was good in the first place. That's yeah, hard to say. I'm not helping at all here, but um, playing both sides. Yeah. Admirably. Yeah. Um, uh, I have the same damage for a ray of frost and scatter screen. That's why. Scatter screen. What I, what I would argue is that like you're going to get damage with scatter screen yeah. as he crits, you know? Like, uh, true, true, true. Like you, you'll get damage. You make difficult terrain. Shit happens on a fail or on a success with Scatter Scree. It doesn't so much happen. Yep, but... we'll cast Scatter Scree. Okay. I assume you're going to do that like on like two of his squares, right? Wait, wait. Should I cast Stabilis or do healing? I don't know. I'm just kind of struggling. I could I could try and heal up Diego, which I feel like is helpful. I can battle medicine Diego next. So can I, but... I can't battle medicine Figgy or Sylvie, and you can't battle medicine Sylvie. Right. Would it, I would it be good to keep him up? I feel like the answer is yes. Yeah, I feel like so. Sylvie's got a couple turns of uh, to to stabilize potentially. And yeah, so I'll use stabilize later. No, she starts drowning in the sewage. I am. Don't worry, Emily. I'm not actually Damn. considering doing that to you. I was very rhymes. concerned. <laughs> I'm going to go for the 20. We'll just say your head's on the shore. Like, your body's in the sewage, but you're close enough to the shore. Your head's just on a rock. Okay. Okay. Yes. I got exactly 20, by the way. I went for 20 to treat wounds on Diego. Totally forget the spell attack stuff. I went for that. And uh, you know what? That's great, because that's going to be 2d8 plus 10. That's so good. That is going to be 19 points of healing. All right. That was fantastic. That's real good shit. And then... I can't do anything with me. The last thing I can do since uh is the guidance gonna be gone? Or do you still have it? I have it, but it's blesses the same thing for attack rolls. Oh darn. Hmm. Alright. Well. I was waiting for uh, I was waiting in case you needed to make a save with it. Yeah, I wasn't sure if like like Mir can intimidate Vec already did. You know, because you can use it for skills too, so if it was something I don't know that Vec can do anything else. No. Create a diversion. I don't know. I, I don't know if I can do much else because if I wanted to attack with my um, longbow, I'd have to pull it out. Can I? Oh, um, I'm pretty sure I have a shield to raise. Maybe, maybe not. 
I don't know. I don't think there's anything else I can do with one action in the current location I'm at. That's the that's the key. So the only other thing that you might want to do is if you start running off the other direction to get towards Gaken, you can also bat about us in Gaken to heal Diego. Yeah. To, to further that point as well, where you moved is 10 feet away from this creature who is now large, who probably could reach you in that spot. So to get out of there is just a good idea in general. Absolutely. So I just moved 5, 10, 15, 20, and now I'm in difficult terrain and can't move anymore. Okay. Towards Gaken, towards the exit. For the record, for everything between the people that were down, we're going to do it all on Sylvie's turn with, um, with, you know, Figgy and stuff, because that's like right in front of, like I moved Sylvie, so I'm just going to have Figgy's stuff tick on Sylvie's turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so we're all clear. Vec. Sylvie and... Figgy both have time. There's not much that I can do to get either of them up. I could stabilize them, but I don't think it's that dire yet. So what's going to happen is Vec is going to attempt to battle medicine Diego because Diego is the last thing between Vec and this creature. (laughs) And that's a nine on the die, which is a success. All right. Kind of crappy. Five points of healing. It might just matter. This is uh, this is truly them putting all their faith in a Tom and Jerry scenario. Now, Tom doesn't normally come out on top, but I think this is like the episode where Jerry takes like the... the I think there, there's got to be one of these episodes out there where Jerry takes like the, the chemicals or gets hit with a growth ray or something and ends up bigger than Tom. Mm-hmm. I think that's this <laughs> I'm episode. I'm sure that's I, I guarantee that point, has happened yeah. at some point. I don't know what episode it is. And okay. so with two actions remaining... I'm just going to try and keep the pressure up. Let me get a reflex save as lightning arcs out at this creature. Absolutely, you can. Oh. All right, so it's a natural 20. He's not going to take any damage, but better use it now than uh, with a strike. Am I right? Sure. Diego, you are toe-to-toe. Both of your allies that were putting the pressure on this creature have fallen, but you can see that, you know, although they're not stable, they appear to be breathing. Yes. Uh, Diego is filled with a fury and almost a rage. Not quite, though, because he can't do that at this point in time. And he is going to glare at this were-at and, and yowl at it. I'm going to try to demoralize it sure. with an intimidation check. 28 total. 28 does frighten the were-at. Okay. It's frightened... I have Bless on. I'm the only one who can deal damage to this thing. I'm going to start swinging at it. Let's go. Uh, That's a 21. 21 does not hit. Okay. I'm going to try to roll again and hope for something high. 19 on the die. That's a 29. 29 does hit. Big damage, please. I have to offset whatever this thing is healing. Uh, that's, that's all right. 14 points of bludgeoning damage. That's my turn. Okay. It is now Sylvie and by proxy Figgy's turn. I need both of you to roll to stabilize. That's just a d20? It's a d20 plus. So the, the DC is, is it, um, 
10 plus your dying condition? I think so. So, so uh, right now, was Figgy wounded? Figgy was wounded. Figgy was So wounded. it's a DC 12. It's just a D20. For Sylvie, I believe it might be the same. Were you wounded one? No, she was not. Um, but she... She wasn't wounded. Okay. She has toughness, so it's only nine plus her dying value. Nice. Uh, looks like Figgy stabilized oh. with a 19. Figgy rolled a 19. Nice. I have toughness too. I didn't realize it did that. I needed a 10 and I got a 10. Nice. <laughs> yes. Two Yay. stable characters, which is really big for the action economy of the coming rounds. It is Grigas' turn. Toe to toe with a cat. He is going to take his first swing at Diego with his rapier. Natural one. Oh my God. Yes. If only Sylvie was up to see this. Oh. And again, I think frustration prevails. I think he continues to to try and swing and hit. And with a natural 18 now, 29 should hit. Yep, that'll hit. So he deals 13 points of damage. And then he's going to move to be threatening Mir and Diego. Oh, no. No, no, no. It's Mir's turn face-to-face now with Grigas, and you just, like, he's bigger than an owlbear. He's just, like, just fur and muscle and Don't rage. Don't me with a good time. Let's see. Mir's gonna run over here, and she's gonna battle medicine Gaken. <laughs> battle medicine's Gaken. <laughs> um... And I'm going for a 20. 15 on the die for a 28. Yes. Nice. That is fantastic. So this is going to be 2d8 plus 10 healing. And that is 21 points of healing. Great. Huge. Ooh. We are really putting our eggs in the Diego basket mm-hmm. here. We are. We are. Yes. We are. <laughs> so that is two actions. And if I, I don't have another, again, I don't have an action that I can do. At this point in time, I guess. How do you feel about setting up a flank with me? It's risky. Uh, where, where should I go? Uh, right back. To where I was? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. I'll that's, do it. That's a move. It's, that is a move. I have battle medicined every single person on here besides myself because at this point, uh, I can't bring anyone else up. The only thing I could do would be spells. So, yes, I will put my all of the eggs in one basket here. And I have moved up. Vec. It's time to get wild. Vec is going to take a five-foot step over. This puts him next to Diego and Figgy. Notably, can't see Mir at all. But I'm next to... Diego, Figgy's body. I see Sylvie floating in the river of shit. And then this big old were rat. And Vec is going to push the demon mask up closer to his face. And I'm going to need a will save as I cast fear to try and intimidate the creature. All right. It's a 31. You know what? That means you're unaffected. But it's guess. Fine. But guess what happens? Hmm. That means that I cast a spell and can heal someone up to an amount of hit points of the level the spell that I'm next to, Figgy, is back on the board with one hit point. 
Oh gosh. <laughs> Just gotta replicate that one more time with uh, Sylvie. All right, Figgy is conscious. Yep, I am conscious, wounded to a uh, prone. Yep. <laughs> There's some condition, conditional riders on that, but he's conscious. Okay, so you moved over and you cast that. That's your four round. That's it. Diego. Okay, now I can't stand on top of Sylvie's body, can I? Technically, you could, you know, because, again, like fallen comrades and all that, you can. Okay. You can stand on top of them. I'm going to do that. If you couldn't stand on top of corpses, then we couldn't stand in any of this room. Yeah, true. Fair. So (laughs) almost like standing over, like protecting Sylvie's body, I move up next to this this wear out creature and I just yell at it. Fight me yourself, you coward. And uh, I'm going to start taking swings in the flank with Blast, which is why I needed to be right there. So I am I still frightened? Or am I no, no you're no longer frightened. Okay, these rolls are important. If I can roll maybe a 19 at this point, I might be able to crit. 17 on the die goes to a 32. 32 hits. If you spend your hero point, you might be able to crit. Flat-footed. Yeah, yeah. 16 points of bludgeoning damage and another swing. Uh, 19 is not going to hit on the second strike. I keep itching to spend a hero point, even though that's not the not a good option right now. That's my turn. All right. Sylvie's stable. So it is now Grigus's turn. First one's coming at Diego again. I, uh, there's no if and or but about it he's the one that's dealt the most damage to it so that's a 29 to hit which hit. i think will be just a regular hit for 19 points of damage i'm still about a third of my health i'm so glad doing okay. i you. <laughs> yeah yep. yeah that was a great heal then he's going to attack once more with the rapier natural one oh it's a miss and then he's going to turn on mir with a claw. All right. And is going to miss. Yes! Thank the goodness. dirty 13. All right. Mir is going to cast Scatter Scree, and I need a reflex save. Okay. I know exactly what I'm doing this round. <laughs> it's a nice change of pace. All, All right. right. You succeed. You take half damage. Oh, no. You crit? freaking critically happen. succeed. Yeah. That's fine. Great. Cool. Dolphinilia crit success, baby. I now will attack with my Trinity Geode uh, striking Warhammer. Why are you rolling 2D? I don't know. I just clicked it once. Warhammer? Where'd you get Not that? Not Warhammer. Warrazer. I clicked it once. The Dubious Math is transcending <laughs> podcasts. She's no. doing Dubious Math even in a VTT. Guys, I clicked it one time. Anyways, uh, I got a 25 and a 24. Do either hit? <laughs> I don't know what to they do. It wouldn't be at the same BAB. No, I'm only attacking one time. It just rolled me twice. So technically 25 is my first roll. Okay, 25 does hit. Okay, great. Your flanked opponent. Damage on that is nine points of damage. I'm I'm trying. (laughs) You're doing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I I decided instead of running away, I'll be here. (laughs) Back. Oh, does does, uh, Figgy do? Figgy gets up, right? Figgy will stand up as his action. Awesome. That's that's it. Hey, Emily, what's Sylvie's dying condition? 
Just one. She, I mean, she's stable, but all right. So she's like stable at wounded one or whatever. Yes. Great. So let me check to see if I have any other bullshit that I can pull. I thought you have like a I uh, do ventriloquism thing or something. That's what that you used be. last time. Yeah. So Vec is going to take a step up. So now he's right by this creature, but there is this like weird pillar that we talked about two episodes ago, kind of between them, even though they're right next to each other. But more importantly, he is next to Sylvie and he is going to use this. Oh boy, what even is this item? It is the ring that I have. I believe it's called the, here we go, Ventriloquist yeah, ring, Ventriloquist. which allows me to cast Ventriloquism. Honestly, don't care. It's fine. I'm not, it's, it's not going to confuse this creature. He just sees, or rather hears Vex's voice echoing through the cavern, repeating that same thing that his grandfather always says. We, we're no saviors if we can't save our brothers over and over and over again on top of each other. He pro- you probably also hear the voice say, we need to take extraordinary measures. <laughs> we're taking some extraordinary <laughs> measures here. Because, Sylvie, congratulations. You just got a point of healing. All right, so what we're going to do is we're just going to scooch Sylvie one square over. I was going to I was gonna step on my uh, turn, if that's... Okay, I mean, that's fine. I just... You guys can't occupy the same square okay, okay. while she's up, so I just feel like it's it's fine for Sylvie to kind of scoot, just like when you end your turn in, in somebody else's square, and it's like, okay, the rules say that you just have to move to, you know, the prior square or whatever. Vex healing, Vex healing is so strong, he... Pushes her. Pushes her five feet with that uh, ventriloquist ring. Don't think you can do that to get out of traps or any of that shit. (laughs) Now, let you move this one time. With Sylvie's uh, half healing for positive energy, does that. We're going to round up. We'll round up. You can take one one point. Minimum (laughs) one. Minimum one, yeah. Thank goodness. Sorry, round down. Uh, You you screwed. (laughs) No, yeah, you, you, you definitely are at one. Y'all want to talk about an empty tank over here. Hey, you've done it twice now. I know, I know. I'm running out of tricks to play. Keep grinding the grinding the transmission. Uh, Diego, you are, you know, you're still flanking Grigas. He looks like he's on his last legs. I always knew. Um, that's not his voice. <laughs> I always knew the stereotypes about rats were true. <laughs> you're Cowardly. Are we getting racist, are we? This is only a ploy for you to continue targeting me. <laughs> um, let's see, is there anything I want to do before I actually roll an attack roll? I can't demoralize anymore. Uh yeah, I don't think. I can't ra- well, in maybe a couple rounds, two a, a minute will have passed since I went yeah, down last so I could rage again, but uh, that's not a possibility happening here. I might just, I know this is a, a, a taboo usually in, in Tui, but I might just roll three times to crit fish. All right. Here comes the first attack. 30 total. 30 total Get hits. it. 15 on the die. The, the unholy compact I made, I think, is working. Working at the very end. <laughs> Oh, it hasn't worked for a little while. I thought one of them was a six, but it's actually a nine. This is actually, I think this is going to be big. This is 23 points of bludgeoning damage. 10 and a nine on the die. Great damage. Second attack. 
Uh, nine on the die for a 19 will not 19 hit. 19 doesn't do it. And now it's time to roll with a plus five and pray. 17 on the die. That goes to a 22 flanking. It's 23, bud. <sighs> He's not frightened, right? No. no. So AC is a 25. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that was a valiant effort, at least. That was a valiant effort. Well played. Sylvie gets to act before it because, uh, <laughs> you know, she's been brought back. <sighs> You're going to have to fish around in the ship for your sword, so it's probably going to be your whole turn, right? So, uh, Griffin, question. Would you say that she's tumbled in and out of death successfully? <laughs> 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 if death were your enemy, you'd have panache against death. We're going to hold you against that, you know, in... 20 levels. Oh, when I throw a lesser death Yeah, when we fight a lesser death mm, or whatever. Sure. I'm going to keep that ticked on my sheet. <laughs> Panache against death. <laughs> Sylvie takes a deep breath and wipes the muck from her eyes so she can see the were rat that's towering over her. She's is going to fish around, find her kukri, grab it, and stand up. More like poopery with all this muck, you know what I mean? Yeah, what a real poopery you got done there. And is that two actions to... Yep, grabbing the kukri and then standing is two actions. All right, then she... You are flanking with Mir. Ooh, that's good. I'm going to nimble dodge. All right. If this thing if this thing had attack of opportunity, we would all be dead. Yeah. And she's still affected by the bless, even with her moving mm-hmm. five feet over. Yep. And she slashes with her kukri. Wait, Natural wait a second. <laughs> I have a hero point. Do I use it now or do I save it for when I go down again? It is literally its turn next. So that is a decision up to you. I think we could you, stabilize you if you go down. We but definitely can. A crit yeah. could get get dicey if that if that's what takes you down. Absolutely. She's a swashbuckler. She already went You know went what in. I'll say? If you use the hero point, you're in panache. Because that's very brave. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Can I use my confident finisher then? You can. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. This. I really hope I don't lose Sylvie to this. Oh boy, she uses her comp. But if you do, you lost her in a cool way. Yeah. 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 It is the way for a swashbuckler to go out. She strikes with her kukri, using her panache. She is putting all of her weight behind this. Slash. Oh. And that is an 18, a three on the die. So it does not hit, but uh. because she was putting so much of her weight into this attack, she still grazes the creature. Oh, I forgot about that. How much? So I roll How many damage? 11 with the precision, but it takes half. So it takes five damage. He has five hit points left. <laughs> yes! Emily, yes! Emily! Oh What a takedown! A hero! She must have nicked an artery, and as she's stabbing into the were-rat, she just continues falling on top of it as she takes it down. I cannot believe the odds it takes to get to this result. We're surrounding this creature. It's giant. You ride it all the way down and Vex in the back and he just cheers. Yeah, that small girl, let's go, Sylvie! 
and you just like feel underneath you it let out that death throw last breath that rattle <sighs> underneath you and then it's still and I think we'll continue the curse campaign next week oh, oh my gosh god how <laughs> the hell did we finish that with how did we all it was live? so cool The Bestow Curse Podcast is a Hideous Laughter Productions show. Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Curse of the Crimson Throne is copyright 2016. Curse of the Crimson Throne and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Incorporated and used with permission.